This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. My pleasure to have you. We've got Riley Gaines this hour. So at the about 30 or 32 after the hour, we'll have Riley Gaines, her own self, the former Kentucky swimmer, 12-time All-American. She's now an advocate for women's rights in sports, for women's sports to be for women, for girls' sports to be for girls. She's got a new podcast on um, on uh, OutKick, which is called Gaines for Girls. So she's out there advocating. Was well, just in Texas a couple of days ago as uh, the governor Greg Abbott signed ceremoniously, because he already signed it before, uh, signed this this bill this into law that actually restricts in college now men from competing against women. It was already in place for um, for elementary, middle, and high school. Now this uh, this also makes sure that in college, women have a fair shake, have a fair shot. I mean, Title IX was put in place in the 70s to make sure women had a, had a good shot. This administration and other radicals trying to change Title IX itself to include trans women, which are men who are living as women. So uh, we'll talk to Riley Gaines at the bottom of the hour. We've got that going for you. And uh, an awful lot more. I've got to tell you, it's a long interview, so we'll probably should just jump into some no, other stuff no, here. No, you got Let plenty me, of time. Carol's I right object. in the middle of just talking to the people. Yeah. What? Well, I'm in the middle of telling you, you have plenty of time to play the song. Just play it and get it over with because it's Wednesday. That is rude. Is what you are. That's just rude. Tell me what to do. Don't order me around, lady. Let me turn it up. You Say blah blah blah. I'm I said it should be played all three hours. No, it shouldn't. It, it, it should really be played even this hour. You know, people Why? shut us off when I play that liberal dork. <laughs> people say I'm not going to listen to this show anymore. So, uh, so there you go. That's what I do. I kiss up to Thank Carrie. This twice this week because you got the Taco Tuesday song too. That's which is right. Rude. I got the non crappy one, so I appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, no, you got the crappy one. The the good one is the other one. No, I, I beg to differ on that. Nope. Well, you can beg all you'd like. I'm just here to tell you, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what's important to everybody is, and and it should be, even if it's not, it should be. What's important to everybody is what our kids are learning in school. That's important to me because, again, we've got some weird system where we pay taxes just like to live. So we pay taxes on our pay, pay taxes when we buy stuff, pay property taxes even though we thought we owned the land or the the actual house, and those taxes specifically 
go toward funding schools. Then we pay other taxes that fund the Department of Education that, don't, that I don't, certainly don't want to be in place. No reason for it to be in place. But we pay all these taxes, and then when we pipe up and say, hey, let's not have pornography in school. People give us a hard time like that censorship, or we want to burn books. Or, hey, let's not talk about having sex to our kids in school. Oh, now now you're transphobe or you're, you're a, a homophobe. Of course, which is not true either. So you're supposed to pay it and then shut your mouth. You're supposed to pay it and then pretend that you have nothing to say about the curriculum or what's in the library. You're supposed to pay it and have people who radically might hate your children simply because of what race they are. And thank goodness it looks like this woman will not be getting that pay anymore. There's a story. This is right in Texas, isn't it, Carrie? It is, yes. Fill fill me in. From the blaze, a teacher at an elementary school in Texas was fired after several racist, anti-white messages on social media were picked up by conservatives and went viral. Danielle Allen taught first grade at a Thompson Elementary School in the Mesquite Independent School District near Dallas when she posted the missives against white people on social media. Allen referred to herself as a black supremacist and posted a message implying that she wanted to have her sister's boyfriend killed because he was white. Quote, I promise I'll help you hide the body, bring all four of your guns, she said in one message. In a video she posted later, Allen then smiled as she promised to do everything in her power to break up the biracial relationship. Why shouldn't I hate white people, she said in another post. I enjoy being racist. I'm never changing, read another message. On Monday, she claimed she had talked to school administrators about the controversy and that they had reassured her that her job was safe. They laughed and told me to watch what I say and I'll be good to go. Being a great teacher pays off very well when they know your true self, she claimed. On Tuesday, the school posted a message saying that Allen was no longer employed at the school and was not eligible for rehire. Nevertheless, the highly offensive statements posted to her ex-account do not reflect the values and standards of Mesquite ISD, and the district condemns them in the strongest terms, they added. Allen has since deleted her social media account and has been removed from the staff directory of the school. Just to make it, thank you, just to, to basically lay out what happened here. She's got a sister. This woman happens to be black. What's her first name? Uh, it is Danielle. So Danielle Allen happens to be black. Doesn't mean here, there, or anywhere to me, whatever. It doesn't matter what race you are or ancestry. But for the context of the story, she's a black lady. Got a sister. She, By, by the way, Danielle Allen was a teacher. She's got a sister. The sister is seeing a guy or was with a guy who happens to be white. And I read into the story even more. I don't know. The, I'll be honest with you. I don't know if you said this. You, you may or may not. I'm not sure whether the report said this, but she was calling the guy uh, a pasty. Oh, no. My the sister story is didn't here have it. Okay. Have dating that. a pasty. Hmm. I guess white people to her are pasties. Um, and then I guess she calls or texts her boyfriend, come over here. I'm going to need some backup. Bring all your guns. And I guess she thought that was okay. We're going to have to break this this couple up. What I saw in some other story as well. See, here's somebody who only has a problem with the guy because he is a white man. Her sister is black, and no way, no way can her black sister date a white guy. She also called him a, a, an oppressor or something. All sorts of just casting stones because of the guy's skin tone. 
doesn't know him from Adam, doesn't know who he is, doesn't know if he makes uh, her sister happy, if she's in love with him, if she just met him, if they're just friends. She doesn't know anything other than she saw a white arm. Katie, did it say that in the story? She she goes off on this rampage because she sees that his arm is white. Uh, no, not in the story. Because I guess he had his arm around her, and mm. all she could see through the window was his arm. Okay. And that set her off. Boyfriend should come over and maybe kill the guy. And to their credit, at least they get rid of her as a teacher. She is she out or just suspended? She done? She's out. She's no longer Good. eligible for rehire. Should be. Should be at any white person saying the same thing about a black person or some other race or ancestry of person should be out as well. It isn't okay. And I gotta be, I'll be honest with you. I'm a little surprised that it took this turn. Uh, but but then again, it is in Texas where I do think that we do it better than a lot of places. But I mean, I'm seeing videos of of just throngs of people committing massive crime. Many of these mobs are mobs of young black people, teenagers and maybe early teens. And nobody gets in trouble because of social justice or because we have to make up for 200 years ago or something. It's all very strange to me. But thank God it happened in Texas, and thank God she's shown the door. Now, there should be a permanent record of her should she go to some other state, some other school district, that she can never, ever go to work there again, ever. But I'm I'm a little surprised by this. Now, I'm going to relate this to another story we talked about yesterday where the man went in and was stealing cigarettes and got got that ass kicked. Remember that one? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yesterday, we had that story, and he happened to be a black guy who walked into the store that was the third or fourth time that he did it. And finally, the store said, or the people working there, and probably owning it, took out a broomstick and beat the hell out of him. Yesterday, the story was the attorney general or the district attorney was looking at possibly charging the two people in the store. Remember that? I do, yeah. The DA came out today in another win for law and order, and another win of not allowing people to get away with murder simply because they're one ancestry. The DA says, we are not looking at charges on those who were in the store. We are not looking at charging anybody other than the thief. And that's good. That's good for for the same reason it's good to get rid of the teacher. And again, I'm not glad they got rid of her because she's black. I'm glad they got rid of her because she's racist. The reason why it's good is if there are no consequences, how exactly do you stop bad behavior in our society? If a mob of teenagers goes, no matter what their race or background is, but it happens to be young black people right now doing it, if they go into the Wawa, they go into the convenience store in L.A., or they go into whatever store in Chicago, rob the store of everything, beat up anybody who gets in their way, and then you've got the mayor of a place like Chicago saying, we can't use the term mob. These are groups of young people. You know nobody's going to stop. Why would you stop if you're allowed to walk into a grocery store or into a convenience store or a gas station, steal everything out of the place, take anything you want, all the money, and beat up anybody who gets in your way, if the mayor is saying, please use the right word, why would you stop? You would not. If you shut down the Wawa in Philadelphia with 100 young people closing it down, breaking everything, stealing everything, and beating up anybody who gets in their way, why would they stop if you don't prosecute? If the guy walks in and steals cigarettes three times in a row and doesn't get that ass kicked, why would he stop? Guess who's not going to go in that store again and try to steal cigarettes? Carrie, any idea? Uh, the guy who just tried it again. I'm just saying probably that guy. Yeah. 
and probably anybody else who saw that video. Because these people, he got an ass, he got an ass beaten. That's what he got. Um, in that store, they were not going to just just allow it to happen. Then you got videos of people showing into the into the Apple store, stealing every phone they can. People going into the into somebody just stole just the other day. There was a video of them stealing a million dollars in jewelry. A million dollars. You probably never catch them. Maybe if you do, slap on the wrist, no bail. Just just leave on your own recognizance. We'll see you back in here. At, at, at some point in a law-abiding, value-oriented society, you have to say, you did bad here. You will now be punished for doing that bad. You did something you're not allowed to do by society's values and morals and rules, and now you're going to pay for that. Because the next person goes, man, I'd love to go steal some cigarettes, but I don't want my ass kicked. Man, I'd love to be racist against fill-in-the-blank race, but I don't want to lose my, teach, my teaching job. Man, I'd love to go uh, with a mob into that store, but last time, 98 people were charged, and they all spent some time in jail. I'm not doing that. But we have to make a decision in this society. Are we going to be the society of Brandon Johnson's, the guy who's the mayor of, of Chicago, who's a radical socialist Marxist idiot, who's going to worry about words being used, or are we going to be the convenience store people or the school district that got rid of that teacher? Your thoughts on all of this? Because we're, we're at a, a we're, right now we're, we're doing a balancing act. Yeah, we're doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It sort of brings it back to the middle. At some point we have to decide who are we going to be in this society. I want to be the society that says you don't steal stuff. That you don't be racist against, uh, against people because of their skin tone. That you don't take a mob into into the convenience store. That's that's the society I want. Brandon Johnson wants a society that if you're black and commit crime, you can't be convicted, you can't even be prosecuted because history, because what he calls foundational racism. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. If you're just about getting where you're going and you normally listen on the radio, uh, you're not going to want to miss Riley Gaines. So either stay on the radio and drive around a little bit, or when you get into where you're going, just go to JoePags.com and click on Watch Now. JoePags.com. Click on Watch uh, Watch Now. You'll see Riley Gaines along with me as we do that interview. We're going to talk about what happened in Texas a couple of days ago. Going to talk about uh, her new center that she's opening to be an advocate for girls and women's sports. Going to talk about her new podcast, which is called Gains for Girls, over on Outkick and a whole lot more. So, again, JoePags.com. Click on Watch Now. You can see the interview with Riley. If you're in the car, if you're listening on the radio, stay right there. You'll hear it in about uh, nine minutes from now, okay? Make sure you stick around. Let me tell you in the meantime about um, total financial freedom. Prices we know are going up. Americans are seeing real wages going down. 
your bills aren't going away, so you need some help, right? Might have high interest on your credit card bills every month. Maybe you're buried in bills, trying to keep up with all the credit cards, the signature loans, the internet loans, the timeshares. Call Total Financial Freedom today. Don't run full pace on that endless debt treadmill. If you owe more than $10,000, the team at Total Financial Freedom has been doing a phenomenal job for over 16 years helping Americans like you resolve their debts, cut payments in half. If you don't believe me, just give them a call. Not a problem. 800-833-9444. 1-800-833-9444. Call now. Ask about the free book, The Dead Dietitian. Mention my name. Get that book. And your first monthly payment is going to be only $99 regardless of how much debt you owe. So you've got to mention Joe Pags when you call. You're going to love their team. They're going to take care of you. Call 800-833-9444. 800-833-9444. Make sure you mention my name. Get that free book. And get that first payment for 99 bucks. Let me go to the phone lines at 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Going to be uh, Mike in Missouri. Mike, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. Thank you for taking my call. You bet. Um, I totally agree with you on crime and punishment. I'm a retired police officer of 32 years. Thanks, man. Um, my grandfather was also a police officer. I don't condone this behavior I'm going to tell you about a story about, but my father and his partner would go to Joe and Mary's house and Mary would have a black eye. They took Joe out back of the house. Joe never touched Mary again. Right. What he got was swift, meaningful punishment. And that swift, meaningful punishment back back in the 30s was acceptable. Obviously, it's not these days. Right. But that's what we're missing is swift, meaningful punishment. If there's nothing, there's if there's no punishment, then people are going to break the law. And I saw that erode horribly over the 32 years that I was a police officer. Well, well the, the thing, Mike, you and I agree that that's not the kind of um, the, the kind of work we want police to do today, although I understand why it worked back in the day. And obviously it would be effective. You don't want to get punched in the face. You stop You stop beating your wife up. Having said that, another maybe a level lower than that that we're also missing is the beat cop or the neighborhood cop or my neighbor is a cop or he's part of our group, he's part of our community, he or she is looking out for us. It's not somebody who we, we should look at with animosity. We have the left in this country that made cops the bad guy. And somehow it worked because they pretended that everybody of a certain race was the victim. If we went back to where we had community policing, where, I mean, where I grew up in South Florida, we didn't have this, but before we moved to Florida, we were in New York. And we did know the local cops. We knew the local firefighters. We knew exactly who was what, where they lived, and who their kids were. And they were part of the community. We trusted them. I think that's gone, too. Absolutely. I, I totally agree. I actually was a supervisor of, of uh, 46 different community policing group, police neighborhoods and uh, being able to have that trust. But also, whenever a police officer does have you know, a police officer uh, has to put their hands on a person, it's not going to be pretty. And we have to support the police officers. And that's what we've lost too. And that's another reason why, um, back when I first became a police officer back in the early eighties, um, if I, if I went to arrest somebody and they'd been arrested before and had, uh, you know, had assaulted a police officer or resisted arrest, uh, they learned that you don't do that yeah. and you can't meet the average police officer is just average. It's a it's an average person doing an uh, above normal above average job, right? And so I wasn't the toughest guy out there. However, um, I knew that I had to take uh, the level of force one step higher than the person I was opposing. Otherwise, I would be the one in the hospital. Very good point, uh, Mike. I appreciate your very good perspective uh, on all of that. The punishment has to has to be enough. 
to dissuade the next guy or gal from doing it. The punishment has to be enough, whether it's the incarceration punishment, the arrest punishment, the fine punishment, or you you got your ass kicked punishment, has to be enough to dissuade the next guy from wanting to do it. And, And again, the first example he gives is something that that's gone. That's never coming back. But the example that we talked about after that and the level of respect that we used to have for police, all of that has to be restored. Police have to do it as well. I'm not saying you just give it to them, but the fact is the left took away all semblance of pride and respect for police and even firefighters, other civil servants, they completely took it away by lying about them, by taking stats that were minuscule and pretending it was happening to every person who is that gender and that race in the country when it's not. So we have to figure out how to do it, but I think we start very basically with, you do that thing, the consequences will be such that you don't want to do it again. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. When we come back, it'll be Riley Gaines, your own self, 12-time All-American swimmer, somebody who's advocating for women and girls sports and she's she's taken a, a beating not literally but figuratively because of it first story when we come back joe has